Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Where's Drug Tim? Not sure. He's passed out Tim right now, I think. <laughs> Comatose Tim. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's counting sheep in his sleep. Or whatever. You don't want to know what he does with sheep when he's awake. <laughs> well, I didn't see uh, how he was counting them either. Um, I mean, you have the normal jumping over the fence thing or whatever, but for him, it could be... Yeah. <laughs> a different numbers game. Is this recording right now? If it is, yeah, sorry, it's, 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 it <laughs> might not make the show. It might recording. not make the show, but it's recording. <laughs> it might make the show, and it's, it's recording. Like a, uh, not in the not hole in the fence. It's like a glory hole for sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it through. <laughs> sheep back up. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's a little contest if you can make it go mad, like yeah. you know. Oh, it's... we're in first place in the frickin' idiot league. It's Talk Sports Show. Sports Talk. Funny and uncensored. All right. Good Sunday to everybody. Uh, this is the Tit Show. The Idiots Talk Sports. We're here in Oklahoma City. We're coming to you, as always, from the On the Border Studios here in Oklahoma City. And again, uh, we are, we're Tits. And uh, I'm trying to get rid of mine, honestly, but um, it's going to take time, apparently. I guess you can't just take a pill and it goes away. Apparently you have to work at these things. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, Pamela Anderson wanted, like, a breast reduction. I think I do, too. Although, I mean, truth be told, it's not my breasts. It's my stomach. So, is there a similar procedure? I don't know. Anyway. You look good with Pamela Anderson's breasts, though. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my back could take it, though, <laughs> which is why I'm sure she lost hers. <laughs> don't think my back could take those uh, tits. That's who we are. Oh, man. And I am uh, Chancel Fuego. With me is Blair Smith. And absent uh, is Drunk Tim. He's, he's off somewhere uh, gallivanting in Oklahoma City, frolicking, if you will, or something. Through the meadows. Or he might be passed out. I saved a picture. I, sorry, I, I, I saved a picture, and this is out of, from Barstool Sports. This is a pretty funny picture. I, 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 I realize this is audio. We won't be able to show this. <laughs> uh, but for your own amusement, if I can find this sucker, where's she at? I have a picture of this girl in a trash can, like passed out drunk. Where's she at? It's funny stuff. I'm, I'm already intrigued here. <laughs> Where's she at? It's now descriptive audio. There we go. Yeah, the trash can says landfill. Like uh, that's that's when you know you've had a night to not remember. <laughs> Maybe we can post that or something so everybody's in on what the heck yeah, we're looking that, at. That will make the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> that's. 
that's a rough night. That How do you make it to the trash can? Do your friends put well, you Well, yes. Yeah, somebody, unless you said, hold my beer, and you just hopped in, because that essentially fits her body <laughs> because of the, the way it vortexes like down to a smaller hole. Anyway. Uh, wow. Anyway, so she's going to be famous. All right. <laughs> oh, so whew, how was your week, Blair? Uh, my what? Three weeks now? Yeah, know. yeah. It's um, it's been busy. I'm on vacation now, so uh, nice. Just throwing in a little overtime, so I haven't been able to make the last few shows. Yeah. And then next week I will be in Topeka, Kansas, for a dog show, so I won't make that. <laughs> so hopefully, Drunk Tim will be here. <laughs> dog show to fill in the gaps. But yes, how was yours? Good, good. Uh, a lot of work, a lot of uh, work. And on top of that, just for a side note, more work. So, yeah, a lot of work. Speaking of work, my brother says he saw you at your current job. Yes, yes. He says to say hello. Oh, right, good. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I met him. I met his, I guess he was picking up a to-go order or something before. So I met her before, but anyway, I don't know. I'm not like sometimes I'm outgoing and sometimes I don't feel like being social and so it's like you know I'm like have I seen you before where do I know you from and then it's like oh yeah and then it just clicked so right. anyway because because he was paying he was like um so so anyway so um <laughs> this week um we did we did have a night where we went out I will I will mention this we went out to a karaoke bar. This seems to be a thing now. Um, this started as, we've mentioned the guy Jose before um, on the show. I think he's even on one of the episodes or something, somewhere. But he uh, he sends me a text saying, hey, you want to watch the, uh, the Dodgers-Brewers game? And I'm like, no, nah, not really. Dodgers are evil, and I don't like watching evil. Um <laughs> Because I'm a big Giants fan. He's right. a huge Dodgers fan. But he's like, ah, LOL. You can still come watch him anyway. So I show up in my San Francisco Giants jersey. Uh, as a matter of fact, we meet up at Hooters. And I'm just thinking, ah, a couple of beers. We'll watch some of the game. And then I'm heading out. Got to work and yada, yada, all that boring stuff. And that turned into the game started at 4 in the afternoon. So I might sound like a raging alcoholic here, but that started at four in the afternoon. And then that turned into us going to the bar where I think it was geriatric night. It really was. But like, yeah, I wasn't out till after one in the morning. So it's a long day. <laughs> that is a long day. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really hard to get the people to do a standing ovation when... They're in a walker. Or, I mean, well, I mean, when they're in a, I mean, you know, not a walker. They're already standing. Never mind. Okay. I, uh, yeah. What, what was your song list here? Okay. Song list. We started with some, um, started with some Hootie and the Blowfish. That's safe. Did some Boys to Men. That was not safe. Um, did some, uh, golly, I'm already, I'm already forgetting now. I'm like I'm similar to this girl in the trash can, What's except that, the alcohol or the age. Right, both. <laughs> except I wouldn't have fit in that trash can. But um, well, okay. We sorry. We we start at Hooters. 
you know, not not a whole lot of drinking going on. I mean, some. But then we end up at this bar, and I think there's just this careless, like, okay, this is all, like, this is like a nursing home bar or something. I don't know. Uh, so you just kind of don't care, you know? You're not going in caring anymore. You're just like, eh, look at that. And Jose's over there like, hey, look at her. And I'm like, are you serious right now? Stop it. She was on the Golden Girls last week. So just stop. <laughs> and I swear to God, I, I swear this is true. The guy that sat next to me uh, was the old guy in the movie Up. Like, <laughs> he didn't have any balloons on him and, or, or, you know, but same guy. It's the guy from oh. Up. I mean, I know he's got to get his drink on too, but still. Yeah, he came over and sat next to me. Didn't talk, didn't say a word. Was Ellie with him? Oh, probably too soon for that, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bartender, that was weird. She was all, she was, uh, you know, tatted and, and pierced and uh, uh, pregnant and did some karaoke. Um, I was, I was okay, I was introduced to a new song. And it's one of those things, you know how you like buy a car and you're like, oh, this is nice. I haven't really seen this car, but it's really cool. And then you get the car, and then all of a sudden, like, you see the car everywhere. Yes. You just see mm-hmm. so many damn versions of oh, the yeah. same car all over the place. Well, that happened to me this week. Uh, somebody introduced me to this uh, dang song uh, by Afro Man called Colt 45. Have you heard of this? I have not. Okay. Well, at the time, I was the only person around that had not heard of this. This is a thing. This is a big thing. And I was like, I don't know this. So I, I, I do this thing where I'll just read lyrics, and it's just like, holy crap, this guy's crazy. But um, sure enough, I'm at this karaoke bar, and the pregnant bartender, one of her many songs that she does, she ends up doing that song. And I'm just like... And it's, it's awful. I mean, she's very, very white. And, like, you know, she's like, hey, cool 45 and zigzags and stuff. That's all I need. And it's just like, oh, that's so kind of weird and cute. But it's just one of those things. Like, I've never heard that song before. But then all of a sudden we go to this bar and somebody's doing the song. And people were like, oh, yeah, you should do that for karaoke. And I'm like, I don't know the song. I, mean, I'm just, I felt like the same. Like, I'm too white for some guy named Afro Man. <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, we finish out. I'm, I'm out at, like, 1 in the morning. i to be at work at, like, you know, 7 in the morning. And I'm just like, I, I can't continue this. This cannot be a thing. This cannot be, I mean, I just cannot hold up to this. I don't think I could train myself to do this. I don't think I want to train myself to do this. Uh, inconsequentially, the Dodgers won that night. That was game five. And uh, anyway, but that was the night. No, uh, no nothing too crazy. Um, just old people and singing, you know. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And jello shots. I don't know where the jello shots came from, actually. I got, <laughs> they snuck in jello shots on me. Maybe I am like the girl in the trash can. Maybe that's how it happens. I got roofied with some jello shots. That's just, that's my next question. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember getting home and how? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I wasn't that far. I wasn't that bad off. But (laughs) anyway. Old people love jello. Right? Old people love, they do. They do. They do. So did uh, Cosby. (laughs) Right? Make that reference. Cosby. Uh, Cosby loved the old Jello. Yes. Oh, the thing and the who and the hum. 
Yeah. Oh. So college football happened yesterday. Did it ever. Now, good news for you, Blair. Oklahoma State didn't play, they so they did could not, not lose. lose. <laughs> I made that joke Wait. last week when OU was off. <laughs> hey. So I'm not hating on OSU. I completely, completely understand. I <laughs> I'm hating on OSU this year. It's it's an ugly year. I, it's it's an ugly rebuild seasons. year. You have these seasons. Yes. Um, you know, we all thought it would be a rebuilding year. We didn't think it would be to this extent. Well, but to a degree. Like, I think Gundy didn't help his cause much by coming out and saying things like, the offensive line is as good as we've ever had, and blah blah blah. Kind of getting dangling that carrot, getting people's hopes up, like because you well, start because you know you're like, well, if our offensive line's that good, and we've got Justice Hill, well, we know we can go on that foundation, and then the quarterback will have time to get used to the offense, and we have some weapons there, but and so that really creates hope. But the truth it was, does. However, their offensive line sucks. That's but the truth. Their offensive line hasn't been great. I mean, yeah, but even last year, the he's offensive made it, he's line. He's made it sound like it's one of the best they've had in a even, long time. Even if it is, let's <laughs> let's say it's let's say it's you know threefold better than last year. Yeah. The difference is is your skill positions. You have a significant downgrade at quarterback. Yeah. At all your wide receiver positions. Yeah. So it does not matter how good your offensive line is, is if you have that much of a downgrade in your skill positions outside of the offensive line. I don't know. I think it's, I think Justice Hill Justice Hill is, is not being no, no, used no. well. I think they yeah. just keep like slamming him the ball into gaps that aren't there. Right. And then they don't they need to put him out in space. And why aren't you running Taylor Cornelius more? Like they almost you know what what's weird is they're similar offensively it looks like right now, to the Dallas Cowboys offense. Like where you have to use and utilize uh, Ezekiel Elliott in different ways. You do. And feed him the ball or throw it to him. And then Dak has to find ways to basically miss misdirection and then he's able to run and get you yards other ways because they don't have big playmakers in the receiving core right now. Yeah. It's it's oddly similar, really. Right. Uh, you know, the, the biggest thing is, is it, it, as an Oklahoma State fan, we have these, you know, 10-win seasons. Yep. And, you know, you have them year after year after year, and you expect a down year to be an 8-win season. You don't realize that you're not you're not playing with the big boys yet. You're when you are fully healthy, you can play on that level. But in your down year, you still have to realize that you are no better than a mid-major. So when you have a down year, you're going to have five wins, tops. I mean, that's just – that's where we still are. We are – you know, we don't have – Yeah, but I think fans are expecting more than that Fans now. do expect more. But, it, you know – And I you know, and I, and I say that they have every right to with, with the level of expectation that Gundy has now raised there with the money that's been put in and everything else. I think OSU fans do have every right to expect more out of the program now. Yeah, I mean, they you should know, be upset. I, I expect if, it. I want it. If it's a five or six win season, they should be pissed. I'm not happy. I told you, I'm, I'm not happy with it. Yeah. You know, the realization is that, you know, we're we're just not we're not as good as we think we are, and you know. Well, I, expectations I, will only rise you to that level. Yeah. Just look at 
how OU fans got Mike Stoops fired, and oh, and the defense ended up looking at least a bit better yesterday. They don't, they don't look any better. They had a decent second half. Right. First half, uh, I mean, they TCU. Yeah, I but think, Blair, they were playing games where they didn't even have a decent second half. Oh. They they were having full games where they were just allowing whatever the hell they wanted to allow. How many points is TCU? How many points is TCU average this season? Oh man, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I know that they've put up some. I mean, they put Wait, up some numbers. No, they have not. They're, they're not no, like Baylor. No, 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 no. Let's okay. They're, they're not like Can Baylor. Can you look this up? How many? Let's look up TCU because TCU's average I points this T- season. I bet TCU scored more points in the first half against OU than they have averaged all season long for a full game. I, that's my guess. I. <laughs> that, that is a guesstimate, but everybody is on board with this OU defense and firing of Mike Stoops and everything. No, I'm not on board with it. I just think it's a knee-jerk reaction. Like, what else are you going to do? You're is, not going to fire this, my, this guy. The players are going to get excited. Yeah. They're not going to play worse. But my fear is this is another knee-jerk reaction. My fear is everybody is going to get on board and say, oh, my goodness, that's, look what we have done and look that, at the that's difference sports, this though. has made. Sports is just a knee-jerk but reaction all the time. You, you forget that – that TCU has not been good offensively. No. I mean, how many? What are, what are our point totals? Uh, against Tech, they put up 14, and Tech doesn't have a great defense. Okay. I, Iowa State, they put up 17. Iowa State's tough. Okay, 14, you gotta give 17. them respect. Uh, Texas, they scored 16. Okay. Ohio State, they were able to put up 28. Uh, SMU, I mean, it's SMU, they put up 42. And then uh, against Southern U, uh, they put up 50, 55. Well, let's, 55. Yeah, let's forget that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. so if you take a lo- if you take your averages, that so probably brings their- them down to the high 20s, low 30s, something like that, right? Or high 20s, which is the where they 20s. were at yesterday, which is where 27. They were at, at the end of the first half, they were at 24? Yeah. So yeah. OU allowed them in the first half to score their average for their season. I, yeah, roughly. Sure. Yeah, because this point, still yeah, isn't any good. No, no, no. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're not going to go out and just start stopping people. No, right. I still think when it comes down to games like Bedlam and stuff like that. I still think it's well, going to be. Well, OSU doesn't have an offense. I mean, OSU scored. Yeah, if they're if if they had last year's offense, it would just be it'd be like seventy eight to seventy seven or something. Yes. I mean, right now, I mean, just OSU couldn't score in a three dollar whorehouse. <laughs> they're just not that good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they've, um, had, they've had games where they've scored a lot of points, but it's only against teams that really don't have any kind of defense whatsoever. Yeah. Well, Oklahoma yesterday, uh, just some stats to throw out. Uh, Kenneth Murray, throw. he's 19 of 24, 213 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, which is a QBR of 92.3. It's a good game. That's oh, a real good game. I mean, nobody, nobody's – Nobody's going to kill him the yeah, offense. He's, yeah, he's not the problem. He also had nine carries, 51 yards, no touchdowns on the ground, but uh, still, I mean, really good game. Against a TCU team that's good, TCU defense that's decent. I mean, especially in Big 12 terms. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we, we like to think <laughs> so, they're decent until right. we saw their best game was against uh, Ohio State. Yeah. What Ken- happened to them? Kennedy, uh, Kennedy Brooks steps up, uh, freshman running back, uh, he, he runs the ball 18 times, 168 yards. That's a 9.3 average. He scores a touchdown. Has a great game as a freshman running back. Yeah. The wonderful Deborah is here. Hello, guys. Hey, hey. hey. Bringing us some chips, bringing us some salsa. 
Yay, Trey Sermon, the two-headed monster, he also he um, he runs the ball 17 uh, times, 110 yards, about six and a half average, two touchdowns. He got hurt yesterday too, so I haven't seen the um, I haven't seen any of the results of that just yet, as far as how serious it is or not. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, I know they got this other guy now, but they don't want to keep losing people to injury. We've already lost the. The one significant guy, Rodney Anderson. So, do you need anything right now? Heck yeah! Please. One beer. All right. Do you want a beer or no? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. <laughs> All right. Receiving wise, C.D. Lamb's top receiver. He's usually number two, but uh, he's top receiver yesterday. Five receptions. Of course, the main one was that big, that huge, wide open. Like TCU just totally shit the bed. They did. Like what? Hey, whose man was that? You know. And uh, CD Lamb wide open, but yeah, five receptions, ninety-one yards, and a touch, and that touchdown. Hollywood Brown, five receptions, forty-one yards. So. Good game after two weeks of what the hell from the OU Texas game, and then you have, uh, and we'll we'll talk. We're definitely going to talk about it, the debacle last night for Ohio State that we should all be happy about. But that only opens the door and opportunities for an OU. Uh, oh, so yeah. if they can get their act together and uh, at least you know be in the conversation, but. I, I, I hate to be the cynical guy, but it looks like it's freaking Alabama's to just steamroll everyone to take. But yeah, Tua got hurt again yesterday too, though, and so you wonder how long he's going to stay healthy. Um, and in two weeks, they play LSU, and that's going to be that's going to be that the big be, matchup. Yeah, Alabama's going to get to the meat of their schedule. But let's, uh, you know, before we again before we crown Alabama, yeah. Let's let's go back to uh, the Jason White year, the second Jason White season with Oklahoma. Yep. Where they steamrolled everyone. You know, I mean, you're, they 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 had an average margin of victory in the 30s. It seemed like. Mm-hmm. And then they get to the Big 12 championship against. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They won the Big 12 championship that second year. Um, the year before that's when they lost Kansas State, but they won that. Right. Yeah. When they got smacked around. And then they, they overlooked they, Kansas State and got that killed. Was the year before, but the next year again, yeah. they just breezed through the season, Big 12 championship, and then got their asses handed to them yeah. in the national championship game by, you know, quite possibly an inferior team. You know? So, you know. That can happen. Don't, don't crown Alabama yet. All right. Yep. No, you're right. Yeah, Alabama, LSU in two weeks. That's at LSU. And I know the fans are crazy down there. I've heard stories. Uh, OU fans have been down there, like the Sugar Bowl we're talking mm-hmm. about. Afterwards, of course, OU lost the game. They go down to Bourbon Street. Uh, LSU fans are like throwing beer bottles at mm-hmm. OU fans. Just like, what the hell? You won. Yeah. And now you're going to throw beer bottles at the uh, OU fans. Fantastic. You know, real class, right? <laughs> but there was something I read this week. Uh, uh, this LSU alum, DeMarcus, is it Spear, Marcus Spears. He's with ESPN. But they were talking about some of the things that go on at LSU. Um, did you know that they chant, 
I didn't realize this. I know that they probably say some weird shit, but like they they chant, um, uh, they chant, "Suck that tiger dick, bitch!" During the football games, wow. like they play uh, they play the song. You've heard of the guy Cameo from the '80s. Yes. He they the band basically plays his song "Talking Out of the Side of Your Neck," and so they'll they basically chant it. They'll repeat it a couple of times, but they'll yeah the whole stadiums. Yelling, you know, suck that tiger dick, bitch, and suck that tiger. Like, and he's like, you know, he's trying to be like, well, you know, yeah, I mean, that's not great, but you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, that's gonna stick around. That place is crazy, man. If Alabama can get a loss, that's the that's the place to go get a loss. Yeah, is down at LSU. Well, uh, you know, it happened. Fans are nuts. <laughs> yeah. Was that the six to nine game? And then oh, they've had so many of those. Then like, Alabama goes back, goes back and wins a national championship, twenty-one nothing that same year mm-hmm. on a on a neutral site. Yeah, those teams are loaded with talent. So, I mean, I mean, it's just insane. Um. So yeah, last night Ohio State, the evil that is Ohio State, loses to the Purdue, Purdue Boilermakers. That was a pretty interesting watch. I watched, I would say, the majority of it. I mean, I didn't get to see the beginning just because of work, but mm-hmm. I was able to get in um, in the second quarter and on, basically. And uh, some really good stuff. Uh, Ohio, I mean, Ohio State would try to have an answer, and Purdue did a great job of always, like, continuing on, you know? I don't know. They... It just seemed like they were they were they were there to win, and the fans were really cool too. We talked about a couple of weeks ago, like the Penn State fans were all singing in the stands and stuff oh, like man, that. that was Pur- to Purdue, watch it. yeah, Purdue had the same thing going on last night, you know, and they they've got a ton of fans. And uh, anyway, Purdue goes on to win forty nine to twenty. Ohio State's hopes are not completely gone. I mean, it's their first loss. They're gone, but. They're gone. They got they got trashed but they, on that field. But they're in, they're in trouble. They're, um, they're saving grace for them if they can win the rest of these games. Is the last game is of course against their rival Michigan, who's still winning too, and so that's going to help them uh, with all this stuff. Because right now you're looking at, I mean, if we look at the college football landscape right now, there's Alabama. Right. Well, you've got Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame. Still. You got Clemson. Well, Clemson does. Clemson look. looks. Clemson looks good now. They, they they're do. really starting to pick back up. Their defense is playing better. The the quarterback that they finally decided on is now getting better. So, Clemson, and then the rest of their schedule is a cakewalk as far as the ACC is concerned. Clemson's in really good shape right now to right. finish out. You mentioned Notre Dame. Their schedule's similar, like. That, uh, I don't know who's going to beat them the remainder of their schedule. Right. Not they're, that I think they're a top four team. I think they're good, but their schedule is going to help them out immensely. As a matter of fact, I can see Notre Dame getting to the final, like the four, and getting blown out by somebody. Mm-hmm. Like if they have to face a Clemson or Alabama, I think Notre Dame would get blown out. But, I mean, yeah, it's just me. But – Notre Dame's not a conference team, so that takes away right. from one of the conferences. So mm-hmm. you've got an ACC, an SEC, and a non-conference, which leaves the Pac-12, 
the Big Ten and the Big 12 fighting for one spot. But, the, you know, Pac-12, let's face it, they're out. Um, For the most part. I think you're only – you know, Washington State won big yesterday. They did, but – They have one loss. If they could find a way to be impressive and win out, you, you'd have to put them in the mix. If Okay, if they – let's say they win out. Um – If Ohio State were to win the Big Ten, Washington has an or Washington State has an argument. Okay, Ohio State just got just got the just the shit beat out of them. Okay, they got you know, but Washington State over a one loss OU or Texas, yeah, they're not getting in. Not gonna happen. Yeah, I think the the name on the school will. Right, it's it's the same with, with the Oklahoma State argument of against Alabama and LSU. You're not getting in. That's that's where it goes. National pun, it's, right. it's going to go to the name school. No, it's definitely an uphill battle for them, but I think they'll at least be in the mix. But, you know, they're not going to get in. Uh, Michigan has one loss, correct? One loss. So if, if it's a one-loss Michigan that wins the Big Ten? And their one loss is to an undefeated Notre Dame. Yeah, they're, so they're if, in. So if Michigan so. wins out, they would, yeah. They would, they would be in if they were against a Washington State one-loss team. I agree with that. Big Ten would definitely get more recognition, and, and the win itself would be better. Yeah. Um, but, they, you know, the committee has also shown that they will compare head-to-head battles. And so the one thing that's going for OU right now, they won 52-27 to against TCU. Mm-hmm. Well, Ohio State, they, I mean, they beat TCU as well, but it was, what, 40-28. to So a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That that seems to be really being nitpicky at that point. You, you hope it didn't come down to being that close. but Right, but let's face it. If, <laughs> if Ohio State is your one-loss champion out of the Big Ten and you have a one-loss Big 12 champion, it's going to be the Big 12. I mean, Ohio State's loss was just too damning for that. Well, and that's what killed them last year. Uh, remember, Ohio State was in the mix, but then they got blown out. What's that? Who did? The Titans just scored? Oh, okay. Uh-oh. We are simultaneously, we got the Titans and the Chargers game going on right now. In London. Chargers are up 20-13. to 13, 35 seconds left. And fourth and goal. Uh, Nostradamus Adaryl says that the Titans have already scored. Yeah, oh, they yeah. called it back. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he was short of the goal line. Oh, no. So we got a fourth and goal situation fourth in London. This should be fantastic. Daryl, what do they do? They run Mariota? What do they do? Is it a full yard or inches? All right, here it is. There's a fake. Oh, he got it. Wow, what a play call. That's a touchdown. That's a pretty bold move. He was covered, too. Mm-hmm. That was not an easy play. Really? Why are you going for two? 
They're going for the win. They're going for two. Yeah. It's 20 to 19. Titans are going to go for two and go for the win. They do not want to take it to overtime, it looks like. He's a gambler. Remember that game uh, earlier in the year? Yep. He's a gambler, man. Wow. That's a bold move. I love it. Now 25 seconds. Game clock. Or not game clock. Play clock. Here we go. Oh, they don't man, get they it, rushed don't up to the line. Nothing's open. Nothing is open. Mario's got time. He's going to get Oh. And that is incomplete. Chargers. Yeah. Hang on. Well, let's make sure. Defensive holding. Oh. What are you listening to? I mean, okay. Holding. Defense. Yep. <laughs> On the defense. They're going to get another shot. Do you think he still goes for two? <laughs> After that play, or <laughs> man, this tells me you, you're ready to get on the flight home. No, <laughs> or you're wanting to go tour London or something. I don't know. <laughs> Survivor League today, I picked the Chargers to win. So, man, that was a bold gamble right there. I mean, I love it though. I love it as a player. That's the coach you want to play for, though. You want to play for that coach that says, you know what, let's go for the win. Uh... As, as, <laughs> now, as as an executive, yeah. that coach gives you a nightmare headache. Yeah, because yeah, they the Titans go into this three and three. So, you're talking about a call, man. You know, you win this, you go you go four three. You're in good position in your division. Now you're three and four. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want the Chargers to lose just based on the fact that they're in the same division as the Chiefs. Right. But you've got your little Survivor League thing going on. I got on, my Survivor so. League, and that yeah, I can only pick, you know, you know, the one whole team. season I can only pick one team each week, and once I pick that team, they're done. Bam. So. All right. Well, there's that. There's that. Uh, guess Damn. we'll be expecting an onside kick here. <laughs> I, I would think so. Thirty, whatever seconds left. So, man, we got some theater. We got some drama going on in London. And it's not like a revision of Phantom of the Opera. It's football. Oh, do you see the no look kick? I, it didn't work. I, but he he kind of did the no look, and then like. <laughs> Keenan Allen falls on it. Ma'am. Statistically, for me, I prefer the onside kick where you just, you know, kick the shit out of it, bounce it off the turf, let it let it go up for grabs. Yeah. Once it hits the turf, you can't call a fair catch. And it's ball is just hard to grab too, like right. ma'am. 
Oh boy, that's gotta be. They're just gonna kneel it out, and get out of London with the with the win there, man. Yep. There you go. <clears throat> Chargers defeat the Titans, twenty to nineteen. Ma'am. Oh, it's brutal. Well, it was a good game. Yeah, good, uh, game to <laughs> yeah it was a great game. Man. So, yeah, got that going on live. I think there's another game in London next week, too. How do you feel about the London games? I, I like the fact that the NFL does this. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, you, you've got shit the Chiefs. They're probably kicking themselves right now based on who the two teams are, but the Chiefs will have to play the Rams in Mexico City on November 9th. Woo! You know? Yeah. When that game was scheduled, are you thinking these are going to be the two best teams in the NFL at that point? No. No. No, yeah. definitely not. Yeah, that's not the game. I mean, that, that's the game you want in America in prime time. But no. <laughs> yeah, back to uh, on the college football thing. Yesterday's contest, we were talking about Clemson and what their schedule looks like the rest of the season. Their contest yesterday, that was the one people thought, man, if they're going to be tested, mm-hmm. it's going to be against NC State. And they rolled. Mm-hmm. I mean, 41-7. to uh, It's their defense. I mean, that that they still say that defensive front, the front four, those are all four first-round draft picks on that line. And, they, I mean, NC State – they can put up some points, and they put up seven. Yeah. So, so I do. I, I feel pretty confident Clemson's in. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, it's, all, it's all about the defensive coordinator. Sure. <laughs> Washington State did win last night, thirty-four to twenty against uh, number twelve Oregon. Right. Uh, so they're they're moving along. Kentucky, who has one loss. I don't think they'll play spoiler. I just think they play better than they have in the past. But they've uh, they won fourteen to seven yesterday against Vanderbilt. But that was a pretty ugly game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're ranked fourteenth. They have one loss in the SEC. SEC might just end up be- beating you know each other up. Uh, we can only hope for that. LSU beats Mississippi State nineteen to three, and undefeated U- uh, UCF uh, stays undefeated against East Carolina thirty seven to ten. We know their schedule is going to. I mean, like. Whatever. Nobody's going to really take them seriously. Yeah, Alabama so beats up on Tennessee. Uh, so you're saying there's <laughs> not a chance. Yeah. Alabama beats up on Tennessee 58-21. to And uh, Tua did get hurt. But I, I, guess he's, I guess he's okay. Uh, they're finding ways to get to him. I think LSU will find a way to get to him. So that'll be, that'll be an interesting matchup when they, do take, when they take each other on, man. That's, that's some good stuff. But, yeah, college football, we're getting closer. This is why the committee doesn't even bother with saying who they're going to put in the Final Four until after, what, October 30th or something like that? It's because they know that there's going to be there's going to be nights like the Ohio State night. You know, there's going to be all these different games going on. Things happen, the fallout, basically. But so. The question is, is why do we even bother with the committee until the end of the season? Is it just strictly theater and ratings? Yes, Actually, yeah. Because think about when they do it. They do it, uh, what, Tuesday night? Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing going on Tuesday night in no. sports. I mean, you do now with some NBA. I bet you can catch an NBA game if right. you want. But football-wise, there's not Tuesday, Wednesday night, nothing. Uh, so, sure, Tuesday night is, let's see what the committee and overreact to what the committee says this right. week. <laughs> like it matters. 
you know, like, oh, they think highly of this team, and then that team loses. You know, that always happens. <laughs> they think they're great. They lost. Um, man, NBA season started last night. We got some. We got some theatrics. Is uh, L.A. Lakers first home game. The the coming home or not coming home, but the show, the LeBron show, whatever. <laughs> the LeBron show begins. Fans are excited. Uh, some there in L.A. still hate him, whatever. Um, they get turned into open season. Right. So they're playing the Houston Rockets at home. Like a great game, great matchup, and. Uh, Towards the end, about the fourth quarter, games within one point, it's going on. I mean, it's it's close, and uh, things go fisticuffs. They decided it was MMA time. Uh, Brandon Ingram starts off. He shoves James Harden. They didn't think that was really nice. They didn't like that very much. Um, and then somehow Rondo and Chris Paul start getting into it. Uh, Chris Paul. Takes his fingers or his hand and just kind of like basically shoves it into Rondo's face. Rondo immediately responds with punches. And then Chris Paul responds with punches. And they're landing, by the way. Both of them are landing punches. LeBron, who's friends with Chris Paul, has to pull off Chris Paul. And, of course, other people are pulling off Rondo. Ingram comes in and, like, sucker punches a guy. I mean, it's just weird, but... The three of them get ejected, Ingram, Paul, and uh, Rondo. Rondo. They all get ejected. They're facing likely suspension, likely fines, all that Necessary. all that stuff. So, of course, yeah, it's expected now. So, that's all coming. But, uh, you know, how about that for a regular season game where things are getting that heated in an NBA where a lot of times we say, ah, the NBA, there's not that much rivalry anymore. The players all like each other. They all – work out with each other well last night there was something in the water let's not forget you say regular season yeah this was a meaningless game other than the fact that the lakers are opening their season at home Mm -hmm. and it's the you know welcome to lebron show this was the epitome of a meaningless regular season game yeah everybody wants to say oh they all mean something you're two games into the season. No. This is meaningless. Nobody cares. Right. It doesn't start to matter until we get halfway Christmas. through the season and start. They always yeah. say it, it, you don't really take it, anything too serious till Christmas. Right. So. With the NBA. You know, it, it does it does add a new level of intrigue, I guess, to the season. What You know, what's going to go down now? Mm-hmm. So. But. Yeah. Will Rondo and Paul fight again? Yeah. Yeah. Part two. <laughs> Bring it. You know, it's a, it, it, it. Other than that little bit of intrigue, I mean. <laughs> but you know, you this have, Lakers team still stinks. You have your guys that are talkers, though. You guys that are like, ah, yeah, hey man, I'm gonna, you know, they're like talk, you know, like they're tough. We found out last night, Rondo's not a talker. Like you put, you shove fingers in the guy's face, he's he's down. He's he ain't, he ain't afraid of anybody. He's ready to go. Uh, now I, that I, dude's got some fight in him right there. I've not, seen, I've seen the quick snippet video. Uh, I, w- I did not see the game. You know, reports were that Rondo had spit in the face of Chris Paul. Yeah. Do we have any confirmation on that? I haven't, I haven't seen any confirmation. That's okay. what Paul says. But hey, okay, let's face I it. I didn't see it in the multiple right. videos if that I saw. Yeah, if it happened, it's on video. This right. Because you know. the video always starts there, 
Rondo's face is turned slightly to the left, and then Paul's, that's how he's able to put mm-hmm. his fingers and, like, shove his face. So, you know, you're like, where, when did he spit on him? But right. the video only starts at that point. Did it happen before that? But the, we don't know. There's enough cameras and everything else there. If it happened... They'll find it. They'll find it, and it would have been found by now, I would think. And to a degree. I mean, I mean, the, I mean they're all going to get fined, suspended right. anyway. They may just chalk it up to... I mean, they may investigate. I don't know. I remember but. the old video of Bill Romanowski, you know, <laughs> spitting in somebody's face. I can't remember who it was. It was a, I think it was Raiders Broncos, but you know, Romanowski just probably yes delivers a perfect missile. <laughs> I mean, right through the face mask, you know. And I'm like, there's there's 22 guys to be focused on, and they caught that on camera. Mm-hmm. When there's only five guys per team to be focused on, if yeah. and there's tons of cameras around that arena. Well, but to be fair, there will be a video. To be fair, I'm sure there was a, Roman, a Romanowski camera. Like, you have some guys <laughs> that, yeah. that you're just like, keep that camera on him at all times. You never know what that dude's going to do. <laughs> this right? Is true. I think that's fair. You know, you got your quiet guys over there. You're like, they ain't going to do <laughs> shit. Don't, you know, only if they get in the lens or something do you film them. But, you know, Romanowski? No, yeah, let's see what he does over there. You know, anyway. <laughs> Thunder have already begun. They've uh, they've lost their first two games without Russell Westbrook and Andre Robertson. Um, getting kind of annihilated on the road, playing those late. I hate those late games. It's just these West Coast late games are killing me. Uh, Didn't they, they start out on the West Coast last year? Same thing, two road games. Uh, I don't. I can't remember. I just remember I hate them. I hate it it's, when they do it. Oh, it's awful. I mean, it, it. They make up for it obviously in the end, where you get more home game. You know. But to, just to start out your season yeah. on the West Coast. Yeah, I'm too old man-ish. Like, I mean, unless unless I have jello shots, old people, and karaoke going on, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you can incorporate that into, you know, watching some uh, West Coast Thunder basketball. But, yeah, they get, mm-hmm. you know, they, they lose to Golden State by eight, and then they get trounced by the Clippers, and then the uh, – that, that Bobin guy is getting some attention. Have you seen that dude for the Clippers? He's like two, uh, two and one. He, he, he just stands there and dunk. He just stands there and dunks. He doesn't even have to get his feet off the ground. I mean, it's just he's getting some attention right now. But you know, again, can't take anything serious till Christmas, and we don't even have Westbrook. Right. They do have their game opener today, the home opener against the Kings uh, tonight at the Chesapeake. So. And there is talk, there's uh, real good optimism that Russell Westbrook will be back and playing mm-hmm. in that game. So, you need to get that first win at home just to have it and get started. And Well, you've got a sour taste in your mouth after the first two games of the season. We've got to, you know, you want to, you want to fix that. Yeah, you want to get an attitude, culture, and just a rhythm of winning. I mean, just kind of get everybody involved and... Do the thing. Because Dennis Schroeder, that's one thing that I've seen with him. He's got moments where he can put up points, but it's real hit and miss. And when things count, like in that Clippers game, he just went off the rails. Like that dude just couldn't make anything. And the Thunder are still not good at all at shooting threes. No, they're not. And, it, you know, even last year, years before, you see this Thunder team that is – it's frustrating as a fan because they're competitive – up into, you know, midway through the third quarter of every game, and then at some point in the second half they fall apart. Mm-hmm. 
and it, you know it, it's it's irritating. I mean, they held midway through the third quarter. It seemed like they held a nine point lead. Yeah. And then again, just fall apart. I'm talking about against the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know end up getting you know basically just you know get their socks beat off of them. I mean, at least you look at the final score against the uh, Warriors, and it seemed competitive. Yeah, they really weren't. To well, me, the Warriors to, played pretty bad basketball right. that night too. Uh, but I mean, the Thunder is just weird. Like when Westbrook and Robertson come back, they're really going to have to, and it's going to look like vintage when Westbrook and Durant were here. We hope because the problem is right now they're relying on a whole lot of three point shots from guys who don't shoot three pointers well, and then defensively they're kind of hit and miss. So that's why when Westbrook and Robertson comes back, you if you're going to miss shots like that and you're going to just keep throwing them up, apparently that's the game plan, your defense needs to be really good. Mm-hmm. And that is one thing they've got going for them. They've got length. They've got, uh, they've got defense. Uh, Schroeder is better offense coming off of the bench than he is your starter because he is so uh, erratic. But... I mean, we'll see what the dynamic and uh, all of that is once they're all together. They're all out there. And, and, and again, I mean, this yeah. is a – it's a new makeup for this team. So, you're going to have, you know, that whole team dynamics. It's going to take – like you said, it may take until Christmas to get that together. It seems I hope like it last, It seems like last year they <laughs> never did. I feel like a lot of that was mellow, but, you know – who knows? But you got to get them all on the floor first, and then we'll see. But uh, because Mello is just a ball stopper, like, yeah. well, he touching the ball, he's throwing it up. Twenty foot jumper. But, yeah, it doesn't matter. No matter where he's standing at the moment, you know, it doesn't matter if it even makes sense. He's throwing it up. So, but yeah, uh, but it'll be exciting to have them back. I can't believe I'm. Uh, I was just thinking about it. Like I can't believe I'm not even going to this game. I, I feel like I need to be at this Thunder game tonight, but. That's just my internal, you know, thoughts going on. Like, well, I'm not going to be there. What's going on? What's wrong with me, man? Season opener. You're facing the Kings. Come on. Got to go to that. That would be a good one. Oh, we got some more NFL action about to go on. Patriots are going to face the Bears in Chicago. Go Bears. Go Bears. There's Khalil Mack. That's a bad, bad man right there. Four forced fumbles this year. He's got tied for the most in the NFL. He got five sacks already. We, we're hoping he gets to Brady in a bad way, too. Like, just like a, uh, like, oh, we never saw him coming from the blind side type of deal. Bam! Just no. <laughs> uh, Khalil Mack, Tom Brady. Physically, I don't think that TB12 can save you from Khalil Mack. Like that. <laughs> you can take Let's all the supplements not. and stretching you want, but you get hit by a dang train. How good is Brady, though? As much as, as much as I don't like the guy, no, he's you good. You have to have absolute respect for his game. He's good. And at this age, it's just unreal. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So you got that going on. You got some other NFL games going on. I got got fantasy football going on. Whatever. Uh, last week. Last week really crapped on me in fantasy football. I, I know nobody cares about anybody else's fantasy team, but I'm going to tell you about it anyway. Um, I've got <laughs> I two. Intrigued. I got two teams. Uh, one of them's five and one. The other one's four and two. But 
my first loss in the five and one. It's this on the border league. My first loss was last week, and it was against a Daryl. And my team just said we ain't playing this week. Like nobody put out good numbers. So, uh, those you can just kind of accept. Like you just chalk that up to, yep, that was a bad Sunday. Let's move on with our lives. But the other league, that's the one that killed me because that one we scored a ton of points, and we're I'm like up by forty. Like I'm not like. 100% confident, but I'm pretty confident. I'm just like, okay, we're in good shape. And then Packers 49ers happens. <laughs> Damn it. You know, the guy's got uh, Devontae Adams and Jimmy Graham. And so now I am almost feel forced to hate the Packers and Aaron Rodgers because Devontae Adams goes off. Like, even towards the end, like, it, it, you could just see it. Like, I, I didn't even watch the game. That's how I was just not even interested in the game. And then I see on my phone that I'm up oh, – I, I see that I'm up by eight fantasy points-wise. And the Packers have the ball with two minutes left. And I, there's just that eerie feeling like, ah, shit. I'm up by eight, which is like, okay. But the Packers have the ball – and the guy I'm going against has got two people that Aaron Rodgers throws the ball to and with two minutes left. <laughs> and they need to score because they're down by a touchdown or whatever. I'm like, this – I've read this script before. I've read this. <laughs> I've seen the movie. And sure enough, marches their happy ass down. Devontae Adams, touchdown. He gets the six points plus whatever the yards, whatever the hell. Then – Freaking CJ beat hard, throws an interception, they get the ball back, and then they just continue to just kick me in the kidneys and throw it to Devontae Adams again. And I'm like, all right. And so I end up losing that going four and two. I piss me off. Ah, fucking Packers. I use I, I usually like I don't care. Like the Packers, hey, Packers are great. Yeah, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, he's cool. Not anymore. That pissed me off. Damn it. Oh, Big matchup today. You got the Bengals and the Chiefs. Oh, man. That's going to be nice. That's going to be a nice game. I mean, uh, that's in Arrowhead. Bengals are better than I thought they would be. I've got yep. to kind of kind of slap myself around a little bit on that one. I thought the Bengals were really going to go downhill this year I I was and really suck. You were, yeah, you were, and I was not. I even, I even went as bold as picking them to be dead last in the division. Like I thought they were going to just, it looked like they were just going that far south. And they've actually, I don't know, Andy Dalton looks decent. Uh, and they've got a run game. They've got defense. They're, That's a good they're doing division. it all. They're doing they're doing it all. I think they're leading the division right now. So their division anyway. So yeah. that's going to be a tough matchup. That's yeah, not and that, that is a hell of a division, too. I mean, you've still got the Ravens and the Steelers. Ravens you know, are good, and, and Ravens I mean, are top five defense yeah, right now. and even the Steelers, they're down way further than we thought they would be, but still, who wants to play them? But they're scary. Yeah. Yeah. So No, they're good. That's – no. No, that's a, that's a good, tough matchup for your Chiefs, Mahomes. You know, what's funny is, you know, the Chiefs lose to – the Patriots last week, no, but you know this but, is the same thing with you talking about the Rogers incident. I, yeah, I was so happy when the Chiefs got the ball, and I'm like, we're gonna go down, we're gonna score. Yeah, and even then, I'm hoping let's go down, let's score, let's go for two, and let's just win. Yeah, one play, 75 yards, 12 seconds, and I'm like, oh fuck. 
<laughs> we just gave Tom Brady the ball back, and all he needs is a field goal. Yep. That was like the worst case scenario. Yep. Was to go down a score that fast. And Brady did. But New England, in a way, it's almost like they kind of allowed it to happen that quick. It, it almost Because he was so open. Like You know, in as, as disappointing as it was to lose the game, you know, I come away with that as a Chief fan, and maybe maybe it's the rose-colored glasses, but I come away with that going, you know what? We threw two interceptions and scored nine points in the first half. Mm-hmm. And still came back and were competitive enough to win or at least, you know, to show that we could beat this team. You know, we didn't win the game, but we showed we could beat them in their house. Yeah, it's not so a bad loss. It's, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's not a bad loss, but it's, it, it's encouraging enough to go, you know what, if we play this game in Kansas City, we probably come away with a 10-point victory. Right. You, you currently know, have a better record, so it's very, very feasible. So, yeah. you know, like I said, I, I'm just waiting for the Chiefs just to blow the doors off of somebody. I'm good. They come out just uh, – Well, they've got a uh, – They've got a bend but don't break defense. They do, and, and so and just, so that's always going to be a thing. It, it is, and as a chief fan, though, just once, give me that one game where, <laughs> yeah, where you know my blood pressure is not up by forty points going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, beat somebody fifty-two to twenty or something. Yeah, put up the fifty. You know, you know that you want to put me, up. Give me that victory. That's all I'm waiting for this season. Yeah. You know, just just one game that we, I can just go. You know what? That was a good. When we game. when we were at Arrowhead, I thought that's what we were about to witness against the 49ers with the way that first half went. Yeah. And it's like, eh, okay, now we'll just take we'll take the foot off the gas, and then the 49ers are like, we're gonna creep back in, creep back it's, in. It was awful. It, it, you know what? It, you knew what we was going on. Here's the deal: we we're in Arrowhead. I am enjoying everything pregame. You know, we're having some beers. Just just having some beers because I want it. You know, we get through the first half, and it's like, all right, I'm going to have a whole lot more beers because I really want it. And yeah. then we get to the fourth quarter, I'm like, I need another beer because now I need it. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what the Chiefs do to me. Right now, this season has been horrible. <laughs> I mean, it's been great to be a Chiefs fan, but mm-hmm. it, it has been nightmarish. Well... No, it's going to be very interesting. They beat a good uh, – if they're able to beat a good Bengals team today, they would go, what, 6-1? and one and be 6-1, and one, oh, and man. at this point you would be – we're still we're still going to be fighting New England because now we're only one game ahead of New England. Actually, we're only a half a game ahead of New England. Because of the head-to-head. Head-to-head, New England has it on it, has the head-to-head advantage. Yeah, and, and what's silly is for New England, you know, and – Kansas City's got tougher – it's not great this year, but it's a tougher division, I would argue, than the AFC East. The AFC East is just ass. Uh, well. And not good ass. Like, <laughs> like the AFC East is bad. not And not bad ass, like bad to the bone, but like just blown up ass. <laughs> you know, like ass that's had too much jalapenos and beans. Like, that's, that's the AFC East, in my opinion. <laughs> But that's what the Patriots get to play in, year in, year out. That's why they always have this damn home field advantage every year is because they're able to rack up these easy damn wins, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just it's like, man, shit, you know. And I know the Chiefs have got the Raiders this year. The Raiders suck. 
But the Broncos are halfway decent. They showed that the other day. I mean, they were able to blow uh, blow out somebody. And I mean, so the AFC West is not. I, I just don't think it's apples to apples. The AFC West no, is more it's... difficult than the East. So I don't know. But yeah, it'd be nice if Kansas City can find a way to finish out with a better record and get that home field advantage. Then that's that's going that, to that's going to be that's yeah. going to be key to the season. Absolutely, is, is they're going to have to get the home field advantage with that defense. They cannot afford to go on the road in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, now I say that now, I'm not high on New England's defense. They're vulnerable. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. You know, could you go in there and beat them? Yeah, I mean, if you play a good second half, or I mean, a, 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 you know, two good halves of football. They did not play a good half of football. In the first half the other night, they just didn't. No. So I don't think, I don't think they have the players to play a good half of football. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this, I mean, it's the NFL. It's going to be intriguing. Uh, you know, you got to love what the you know the, the product that the NFL puts out every year. Even the best of the best. When you think about the New England Patriots stuff like that, you you look at them and you know it's not. What the Golden State Warriors are doing, I mean, you know, the, yeah. you, you could pretty much crown them every year. You know, everybody wants to say you can crown the New England Patriots every year. Well, but can you really? No, no, you can't. There's just too, there, there's a lot of parity right now in football. Can't really make the same case in the NBA right now. But yeah, football, you can make some arguments for some teams that could step up. I mean, like last year, the Eagles. Yeah. Well, and you can't count them out this year either. I mean, their front seven's still really good, and their offensive line's good. They're starting to make a, a comeback. Mm-hmm. You can see the Eagles are starting to kind of take a little bit of control. So, yeah, you. Uh, I mean, it's just, uh, just. I, I think we all are. Are uh, <laughs> most people are like the just sick of seeing the Patriots, like just ready for them to just lose for us to all move on with our lives when it comes to the Patriots, but... Uh. I know I am. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Major League Baseball playoffs, if anybody cares, that's going on. Um, yeah, it's like baseball versus, uh, like, rugby right now. Who's watching it more? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Red Sox... Uh, this this I got this wrong. I said the Astros were going to uh, win the World Series again, and I was wrong. Astros lose to the Red Sox in the AL uh, Championship Series. Uh, I figured the I figured the Astros bullpen would save them again and get them past the Red Sox, but the Red Sox bats they've got too many bats right now. They've got some good pitching. They're still not great in their bullpen. And that's usually what you win these things with. But, like, their bats have been just so overwhelmingly good that it wasn't even close. Like, they took, they handily took care of the Astros. Uh, the other team that surprised me was the Brewers. They, they really made it difficult for the Dodgers. I figured the Dodgers would just kind of ease in with their uh, experience. But they, it, they actually had to go to a Game 7, which was last night. And, of course, uh, Dodgers win 5-1. You have Yasiel Puig. He hits a three-run home run. And then, um, oh, what's his ass? Hits a two-run home run and gets the uh, series MVP. Yeah. I don't care. It's the Dodgers. They're just pure evil. I, you know, it doesn't matter who he is. So, 
They'll probably choke and lose to the Red Sox. Um, I hope I didn't just jinx it there because that's what I'm hoping for. Although I'm not real big on the Red Sox anymore either, man. Just The more I see out of the Red Sox and the antics that go on from their stadium and just the high amounts of racism and all the crap that they do at their stands, it's just like, I don't know that I'm big on the Red Sox anymore. I was big on the Red Sox when they finally upset the Yankees and went on and win a World Series after – a hundred and or five hundred years or whatever it is, but I was excited about that. That was a really cool run. But since then, they've I don't know, man. It's just that whole title town deal with Boston and New is, you know, the Patriots and the Red Sox and the whatever. And, you have it, now, you and have now, it. now the damn Celtics. <coughs> what well, now? You have it on, you know, both coasts. You have the you're gonna have the Patriots and Red Sox and even the Celtics on one coast and on the other coast. You've got. The the Warriors, the Rams, and the Dodgers. I, mean, I know. What the hell? Yeah. Can we get some Midwest love yeah. around here? Man. <laughs> ah. We're just in here, over here watching. Yeah, Red Sox will have home field advantage through the playoffs, or through the playoffs, through the World Series. Right. Uh, which begins on Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. It's on Fox, which is a an actual network. So, I think the the other playoff games are being played uh, next year. They're going to be on the Discovery Channel. I'm just kidding. That's that's a that's a baseball is fading joke. Okay, um, maybe it'll be on Food Network or uh, TLC or something. C-SPAN. C-SPAN. Yeah, right after my 600 pound life. Oh, up next, we got the baseball playoffs. Anyway, so. <laughs> I was trying to see if there was odds on this. I'm, I know, I'm sure there are odds on that series, but I'm not finding them uh, on who's favored to win that series. I would imagine it's the Red Sox, you know, the team that won 108 games this year. I'm going to say Red Sox in five. Say Red Sox in five? Yeah. I say, do they do, uh, see, I don't know the format. Do they do 2-2-1-1-1 two, two, one, 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 or do they do 2-3-2? Two, uh, I thought it was two three two. I know NBA does two two one one yeah. one, but baseball may still be two three two. If it's two three two, I could see Red Sox in six. If it's two two one one one, I can see them in five. Dodgers are okay, but they've also like Kershaw still has like he had a good game five. That was the one I got to witness in person with. Uh, with beer, Jose, and Hooters. But, like, let's see. Let's see. Red Sox. Yeah, Red Sox are the favorite. What is it? Whatever, minus 135. I, I still don't know gambling numbers, but I do know that that means that they're favorite. <laughs> so, um, that means you have to bet 135 to win 100. To win 100. That's right. So, yeah, Red Sox are favored. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. You got to get worse, you know, betting savvy, I guess, you know. But uh, anyway, that's that's baseball. That's playoffs. Only the people in Los Angeles and Boston care for the most part right now. Oh, my goodness. So uh, we talked about, uh, Drunk Tim and I talked about the whole Mayweather-Khabib thing that happened. And uh, there is potential suspension, loss of everything for Khabib. 
that still is not. I mean, it's up in air, uh, you know, up in the air and all that. But like, uh, it's looking like they don't want. Nobody wants that to happen though, because there's just yeah. too much damn money involved. They, I know the UFC would like to see Khabib rematch Connor, even though I still, I still feel like that's a waste of time. It's only for money. Yeah. For the UFC, uh, but Khabib has even come back. You know, Khabib came back. Kind of an interesting deal. Khabib came back and said. You can keep your two million dollar purse. You can keep whatever. I'm not. I'm not going to sell out my friends. I'm not going to sell out this person. You know. I don't. You know. Basically, he didn't. I don't think he felt like he was really in the wrong. Yeah. Even though to an extent he was. Um, but like. But basically, he was putting the pressure on. Like you can keep your purse. Uh, you know. Uh, I'll, you suspend me. Do whatever you're going to do. And. I think Dana White's like, whoa, 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 hey, hey, whoa, hey, we're not so break. fast, not so fast. There's just too many millions to be made here, buddy. Um, and now the big talk is not just UFC-wise, but freaking Floyd Mayweather, they're wanting to do, he's wanting to do like the Conor McGregor bout, he's wanting to do that with Khabib. Of course. And I just think that's just absolutely silly. Like, Khabib is not even that kind of a fighter. Like, that was his advantage against Conor. I mean, they had some a little bit of moments where they're like standing up and they're they're throwing they're throwing punches, but that's not his his advantage was I'm going to take you to the ground and you're not going to beat me on the ground and that's exactly what happened mm-hmm. and if they fought again that's exactly what would happen again and, and he's got better stamina than Conor McGregor everybody know like everybody knows Conor's not he's not the best as far as cardio compared uh-huh. to yeah. some of the other fighters so Khabib would at least have that but. As far as boxing with Mayweather, again, that would just be a money thing. It's not... That's all it is until Mayweather decides to cross over and say, we'll play by your rules. See, I I don't think Mayweather even cares about boxing anymore. (laughs) I think he just wants to keep, as far as the purse is concerned... Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll box that Khabib guy. Yeah, like I get another hundred million, dude. Okay, this isn't. Sure, why not? It's like this stupid reality TV shit or something, man. Like, just stop with that nonsense. And, you know, as long as we keep watching, we keep uh, ensuring that this nonsense happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I just say it's silly. Uh, no reason Khabib should get in the other than money. <laughs> <laughs> As little of a reason as that is. <laughs> Otherwise, there's really no reason Khabib should get in a boxing ring with Floyd Mayweather. No. Although I would find it highly entertaining and hilarious if he did knock Floyd Mayweather out. I wonder. You know, you just wonder. One day it's going to catch him. One day it's going to catch that dude. Well, when he's 64. I mean, how old is the man now? <sighs> yeah, I know. He's 40-something. 41? Something like that. Yeah. So, I mean... It's going to catch him someday. I want to see what you know. I want to see a fight where they have a round of boxing, take off the gloves, then they have a round of MMA style fight, then another round of boxing, then another, and just back and forth. I don't want to see twelve round boxing match or a five round MMA style fight. I want to see, and let's just see who the better fighter is. <laughs> we'll fight by your rules for a round. My rules for a round. Your rules for a round. My rules for a round. There you go. Let's do that. That I will pay to see. Well, yeah, I'll pay to watch that one. You would see a motivated Mayweather try to knock him out. He wouldn't be doing that dancing stuff because mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't want to get to the second round. If that's like <laughs> right. if the your way is the second yeah. round, he's not wanting to get to the second round. Exactly. Khabib would make that quick. 
And there's no doubt about that. Um, but yeah, that's all that fighting, uh, fighting, boxing, all that has really become kind of a joke. I mean, I don't know. I, I think pay-per-view has really done that. It definitely killed boxing. And then uh, it's doing a similar deal to UFC. But now there is, I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up right now so you can see the photos. There is a girl that is an MMA fighter. And that girl is, um, her name is Rachel Ostevich. And she's kind of gone viral for, uh, she looks more like a swimsuit model than she does a, an MMA fighter. All the right reasons. But she's very serious about, uh, about fighting. Let's see here if I can find you. Yeah, you know, maybe she shouldn't be so serious about fighting. Let's see. <laughs> just, <laughs> no, no, no. There's there's better photos than that. She's she's teasing. Let's see what's happening here. There we go. That's that's Rachel Ostovich there. So, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She does. You can uh, you can tell she does work with the kettlebell and. Uh, some other exercises, getting the uh, the glutes ready for the fight. Uh, strong, you know, she's got a strong glute game going in. <laughs> anyway. Who's the Olympic judo chick? Oh, I forgot her name, but she's ready. She's wanting, she's calling out everybody. That's the other annoying thing about fighting now. I, as I'm looking up all this fighting stuff, you have so many different fighters calling out other fighters and this and that. It's just like this. Oh, I don't know. This shit show of calling out like, hey, you, I'll fight you. It's just like, just, okay, this, it's just bad promoting now. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It, it It's become too much to me. It's just too much going on. Um, did you know Rihanna blew off doing the uh, halftime show for this year's Super Bowl? She was I asked. saw that. I didn't see the reasons why. It, it's the whole Colin Kaepernick stuff. So... Does her way of protesting. I know Amy Schumer was asked to do a commercial. Um, and she declined that in protest also. Kind of taking take it up for Colin Kaepernick. So that stuff still kind of goes on in the background. Although the NFL has done a better better job. This The games kind of go on now without there being so much emphasis on all that stuff. So, right. uh I think in an effort to save themselves <laughs> from all the scrutiny and everything else. But hey, did you see this week uh, the Love Ranch? Uh, the owner Dennis Hoff, Love Ranch owner, uh, passed away. Yeah. Um, I guess he was the only owner, so Love Ranch immediately shut down. Really? Yeah. Like. He, his name was that. his name was on the, all the licenses on everything, so basically he passed away on Tuesday. Wednesday, uh, officials came in and kicked all the girls out. <laughs> poor poor hose had nowhere to go. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah, and Chris Hogan looks like he's in a lot of pain on the field right now. Oh, and they scored a touchdown. Dang it. The evil Patriots have scored. but um, What if they had a pension plan there? Well, he also <laughs> owns the Bunny Ranch, which is still open and operating. But um, for any guys with any vacation uh, 
possibilities, you might want to hurry up. They may be trying to shut that one down too. So, yeah, you need to rush off to the Bunny Ranch if you're trying to get your um, uh, kicks or your, I don't know. Maybe I don't, yeah, if you're, yeah, giggles <laughs> and stuff. Anyway, yeah, he dies. Uh, remember the, the, the uh, Love Ranch was the famous place where Lamar Odom had all of his you know, oh, okay. had a drug overdose and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, pretty big deal. But, yeah, I guess just natural causes for this guy. They said he didn't have any. Well, he was in his 70s, I do believe. Yeah, late 60s, something like that. So, uh, they didn't find anything in his system that was, like, no foul play or no, right. he didn't, like, OD or anything like that. So, uh, so that took place this week. Um, and then this is definitely not sports related, but I found it extremely interesting. Have you heard about the uh, kind of the bike share program down in Dallas, Texas? No. If you go down to Dallas, you're going to see bikes laying around uh, all over the city. You remember seeing those when we did the, the Uber thing or whatever? They were down there. Uh, and I didn't even know about this program, uh, but I was wondering, like, why are these bikes laying around the damn city like this? It's a bike share program that's supposed to help with, you know, people who don't have cars and stuff. You can basically just pick up the bike and go where you need to go. Right. Uh, some of the problems with it are people are leaving their bikes just wherever the hell they're leaving the bike. Some people, it's in their front lawns, like in other people's front lawns and stuff like that. So there's, uh, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, some feedback of, hey, we're not really cool with this shit, you know. Um, but, yeah, you got bikes and now scooters. They're trying to do a scooter program. Um, I think I keep getting an advertisement that says, hey, become an investor in this. Uh, scooter program or something, whatever the hell it is. Uh, one of the social media things keeps getting me to do that. Um, but the next, the next thing that's now going to pop out that they're trying to do is a food delivery bot. Um, it's a food delivery bot uh, that goes, you know, along the sidewalks and stuff like that. And you know, essentially, a company, you know, owns these bots. Somebody places the order. You send the foods in the the food in these bots, brings it to your your dwelling or whatever. And uh, one of the one of the companies, I guess they're one of the the Ubers of this. They're called Marble, um, but they're they're doing a test pilot thing of this down in Dallas, starting November first. It's a six month test, and the rules are because I mean, if somebody just got nuts, I mean, you can put damn robots everywhere but each company is only allowed to have 20 food delivery bots and they only stay like with a one mile radius and so yeah so there's going to be like these different companies that have these food delivery bots going around dallas and uh they're also looking into arlington and different things but yeah food delivery bots that starts november 1st if you're in Dallas, check it out. I, it, it's just weird. You can tell we're heading in that direction. It doesn't totally shock me. I guess it, sometimes it just shocks me that it's happening November 1st. I always think of it like down the road. Like, damn, I want a burger and fries. You know, like. How many people, though, are going to be walking around <laughs> Dallas with an empty pizza box in their hands and just see a 
see a food delivery bot traveling by and be like, just switch them out. Dude, if I'm a homeless guy, <laughs> I'm fucking up that bot for some food. I'll tell you that right now. No, you don't fuck up the bot. You you just switch out an empty pizza box with the full one. You want to keep the bot going. Assuming That's your meal you can, ticket. Well, assuming you can get into the bot. I wonder how that... I wonder how they work that. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be like uh, retinal scan. I don't know. What, <laughs> what kind of deal? You are a homeless person. You're not allowed in the bot. How many people just, I mean, how many people just, like, see the bot going, I'm just, you know, pour beer on it, piss on it? I mean, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. It's got a laser you sensor so it doesn't run into shit. Camera? <laughs> Yeah, it says it's got a laser, laser sensor so it doesn't run into shit, but, you know, stuff's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's just too many variables. I there's do. animals. People forget about the fact there's animals. What are they <laughs> going to do to that bot? They might be freaked out by it, actually, but... And what's the bot look like? Does it look like Wally or... Yeah, like, yeah, like, it's like just this... From, um, like, from Short Circuit? <laughs> <laughs> right? I wish, oh, I should have brought... Johnny I, sh- I should have pulled up a picture. Yeah, it's just this box on wheels. <laughs> bot just like... And then the uh, the other rules the, to start out with, they'll be limited to a one-mile radius. They're going to top out at five miles per hour. And uh, initially, there will be a human... During there will be a, an accompanying human with it for the pilot program, I guess to make sure it's all running right, seeing any potential errors. Well, that's just like a box shit. on wheels. That doesn't look exactly at all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, exactly. So I wanted I wanted pizzazz. <laughs> a little bit of flair with yeah, your food delivery bot. Sh- sh- showmanship. Yeah. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah uh, how much food will it carry will it cater at a wedding you know i don't know i mean like <laughs> yeah can i get my uh wedding cake in this food delivery bot that's probably a really awful idea yeah but uh yeah do you think a dog will go hike a leg on the bot it might i mean a skunk how, how well sealed is it i mean is it that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Again, I mean, our skunks. Hey, skunk sprays that damn thing. You don't want that food. No. I've I've learned that firsthand. So, you know. And more importantly, I mean, it, it, again, you say humans are going to accompany it in the beginning. In the beginning. Okay. As soon as the first human no longer accompanies it, I mean, it looks like it's a big chest style bot for those who can't see this thing. Yeah. You open the lid. You know, who's to say? I'm going to grab my burgers and fries out of there, and I'm just going to throw a, a rat in there. This is a metropolitan area. There are going to be large yeah. rodents. I mean, you know, I'm going to throw a, a rat or a cat or a dog or something in there. Gosh. You know? Yeah. So now it's going to go on to the next house to make its delivery. Yeah. I mean, what? It's just all, or Or I'll just, you know, just piss on the food in there. I mean, it is, I don't want... I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to participate. You don't want to participate in the six-month program. No. I'm never going to order food. Again, if you are the second person in line of the, you know, the second person that that thing's delivering food to. Yeah. You've had some stranger's hands right in proximity to your food. Not that you don't do that everywhere you go. I mean, you go to, here we are at On Border Studios. Yeah. I'm having some. 
I'm having someone making my food. Right. But at least I trust him. I trust I that they are it's, there to do the right thing. I wonder if it's like one order at a time. Since it's, it's such a, I mean, the bot is not that big anyway. It's not, you can't, it, there's no way it could be financially feasible to have this bot go a mile away and come back every single time that you're ordering. It's There's no way. Well, and you know the human is initial, like just an initial making yeah. sure this and that, because that's the whole reason they're doing the damn bot. They're getting rid of humans. <laughs> they're getting rid of people who are paying labor. That's the point, you know. Oh, damn it! We're we're we're, uh, we're getting weird. <laughs> we're being we're being eliminated as humans <laughs> from the workforce. I mean, if you don't see it coming, you know I've told before. Like I I drive for the the Uber and the Lyft thing, and they're like, we sincerely want to get your feedback on how we can make things better for you. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> You do right now, just because yeah. right now we're in the moment of now. But the truth is, you're looking for ways to eliminate me as fast as you possibly can. So you don't really care. So I don't really have any feedback for you. My feedback is I'm going to keep doing this until I can't anymore or, or you know, whatever. But the truth is, is like you don't, don't pretend you care about us while at the same time you're trying to eliminate all of us. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, that's just, I don't know, that's me. That's how I feel about it. It's like, dude, you're you're trying to eliminate us completely. So, oh, we care. No, you don't. Just don't, don't even pretend. Anyway. But, yeah. Robot self-driving cars. Robot food delivery boxes. And when we've already seen the self-driving car kill somebody, so. Yeah, that was a, a little hiccup. It was. <laughs> Yeah, um, there'll be more of that, but but uh, people self- are going to die. Well, self-driving cars have killed less people than people driving cars. Exactly, so, right. In the same time span, so exactly. Let's, let's not let's not forget that fact either. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and then, yeah, people are going to die. That is, I, I feel like that's like this harsh reality, like that people sometimes just can't come to grips with that people are going to die each day yes we can try to do all we want <laughs> i know this, is, this seems kind of dark but like i deal with this every day in, at work so it, but yeah, yeah it's, it seems kind of dark for I a do. light sports program but like <laughs> at the end of the day people are going to die yes. <laughs> i mean we can try to prevent we can try to do all that we can and should i mean why not i mean we should try to do those things but like at when it's all said and done, people are, in fact, going to die. You know, and maybe by self-driving car is one of the best ways to go. Oh, I, I, you know, it's at least more interesting, you know. Yeah. And, like, oh, and God, he deal, finally I mean, got that colon cancer. Like, no, yeah. no, no, hit me with the car. If I run out in front of me driving a car, you know. Yeah. You know, whoever I killed can sue me. They're not getting much. But if, yeah. you know, Uber hits them. Yeah. Well, they can sue Uber for tens of millions of dollars. And so, that, that's, know, you're gonna, the, that's you're gonna the difference. If you're going to get killed by yeah. a car, you may as well, you know, get killed by one, you know. Yeah, and then your family. Dri- being driven by a computer as opposed to being driven by me. Yeah, and your family's set. Yeah. Well, and honestly, you know how, like, I don't know. Like, it seems to me if you're getting hit by a human, they probably just didn't see you until the last second, so they're hitting the brakes. 
And so it's kind of like a bam. Whereas with self-driving, it might be full speed. So it might it might be quicker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it might like a good clean, like a freshly uh, like a knife. Right. Not a dull knife. Like I feel like somebody hitting the brakes is like a dull knife hitting you. Whereas a self-driving still going full speed because the sensors don't know you're there. <laughs> so, so somebody. <laughs> so what you're saying is, if somebody sees you and they slam on the brakes, right? You know, it's a good thump, but then you leave a thirty-yard streak across the pavement. Whereas if it's an Uber car, you're just a red mist in the air. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't even hey, have to just... think about anything anymore. You're yeah. You immediately go to the light. <laughs> Whereas if somebody hits you with the brakes, you're sitting there going, oh, God, what's this pain going on right here? I think morphine's probably a good call here. You know, what's my leg doing over there? But, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. That's dark. I don't know. Sorry. I keep it dark. I just sometimes think that's so funny. But it didn't see me, so now I'm just, like, blasted out. Yeah, that's the direction we're going. we got things where you deliver stuff we've got the the new thing where now you can go pick up and do errands for people and all that stuff so we're we're obviously going in that we are a lazy direction. society we, we are. are we really are and, and in some ways it's good though like i could see things like the the grocery delivery for elderly like that being oh, yeah. a huge benefit but that's not who it's all for no <laughs> It's, no, the, it's the, it's I want to save an hour of my day yeah, and not the, deal with it. It's the 30-somethings that are just, you know, calling Walmart and saying, okay, here's my order. I'll go and pick it up. Yeah. Okay, great. Perfect. Well, I don't like walking from the parking lot into the store now, so now Walmart will bring it out to my car. I mean, yeah. it, we've gotten to that point. Yeah, yeah, and park. I mean, it used to be... You know, people would drive around the parking lot for hours and hours and hours until they got one of the first five stalls. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, you, you, they would walk into Walmart, they pick up the cart, they walk 22 miles around Walmart, navigating that place, getting every single last grocery. You get all the way out to your car, and then that's where the laziness sets in. That is where you give up and just leave your cart within a two-foot proximity of your car when Walmart has littered across their parking lots different places where you can walk another 25 feet yeah. and put your shopping cart there. But no, this is where the laziness sets in. As soon as I've, after I've walked the 22 miles throughout the store with my cart, now yeah. I'm going to leave my cart right here in the parking lot so the next guy can't back out or the next guy can't pull in. Yeah. I mean, it, this, and so that's not good enough anymore. So now we don't even have the shopping cart. We don't walk out of the store. Yeah. It's a psychological deal. There was there was a study I read about. This was a, um, it was uh, one of those Ivy League study things, and it seems to be uh, pretty interesting, pretty true. It, they call it the twenty second rule, and uh, what this guy was basically saying, just to not to lay out all the different ways that they experiment and stuff like this, but he used he uses it in his own terms. Like for him. He had a goal where he wanted to learn how to play the guitar. Well, uh, he, he was learning that with this 20-second rule, essentially, if he slept in this room and the guitar was in another room, well, 
that gives him too much time to come up with excuses as to why he can't, why he can't or should not get up and go to the other room and get the guitar. Uh, it's uh, it's all the way over there. I'm over here. I'm not ready. You know, your mind yeah. just starts these games. And whereas what he changed was he put the guitar right there. And so it was like, oh, I'm going to learn the guitar. Well, it's right there. And so he and they noticed, you know, in just that odd example, but they no, they noticed that the majority of people would end up going on and continuing and make a consistency of doing the thing because they had basically bridged the gap of this 20-second rule. Interesting. Yeah. And so I think it's the same way with the, the shopping carts. Yeah. Like, no, that's 20 seconds away over there. F that. I'm not going to take the cart over there. You know, or I've got to go in over here. That's, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, I, I think that's what they keep trying to bridge in. Yeah. So now you got your food delivery bots that are coming to you. So this has been the Tit Show, the Idiots Talk Sports here in Oklahoma City on the Border Studios. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you all have a fantastic week. Enjoy your football. Enjoy your World Series. Enjoy your sports. Thank you. Have you ever felt like shutting the fuck up? Well, I'm out, man.